Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. SHN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to your sports break for December 18th, as we will talk about some of the great athletes that did some excellent events that are very memorable on this date of December 18th, along with the uniform numbers that they may have worn uh, to help it make it that much more memorable and resonate in our sporting history minds and uh, before we get to those uniform numbers let's make sure that you know about our twitter account we are at pigskin dispatch it's the pig pen sports uh, emblem uh, to get on twitter we'd love to have you give us a follow on there Uh, send us a dm and uh, see everything that we do on twitter and uh, i think you'll really appreciate that uh, seeing everything we post and what we like and uh, participate and interact with us on that great platform now the uniform numbers of this December 18th are number 7, 9, 12, 3, 77, 6, 8, 42, 10, and number 1. December 18th, 1956 is our starting point on the calendar. In the Ballon d'Or, Blackpool and England winger number 7, Stanley Matthews, ended up winning the inaugural award uh, nominating the best European football player, uh, soccer it is to, to us here in the States, as he beat out Real Madrid pair number nine, Alfredo de Stefano, and number seven, Raymond Copa. Now, those are some three great, excellent players, but Stanley Matthews won that inaugural award as being the best soccer player over there in Europe. December 18th, 1932, the National Football League decided that a final game to determine a champ would be played in a special Chicago game at at, uh, Brigley Field on December 18th, 1932. The NFL title was supposed to be given to the team with the best record. This had been the case for over a decade in this very young NFL, ever since the APFA started in 1920. Well, the 1932 season ended with the Chicago Bears and the Portsmouth Spartans in a virtual tie atop the records of the league. Now, rumor has it that George Hallis, the owner of the Chicago Bears, challenged the Spartans to play a game to settle the tie. Both teams wanted no part of any kind of co-champion baloney. Thus, what we got was ended up being the first NFL championship game in history. It was unscheduled and unplanned by the National Football League brass, uh, but the Spartans and the Bears decided, especially George Hallis, pushing the envelope a little bit to, to get his team uh, jockeyed into being the champions. Well, this first postseason game in NFL history, as it may be, had some massive twists and turns to make a really a remarkable story, even though the game was going to be played to determine the NFL champion. Now, the first occurrence was that the Spartans star Dutch Clark, number 12, who played quarterback, couldn't play in the game because he had to work. 
yeah, that's a rate. NFL players did not make enough to sustain themselves for the whole year long, so they had other jobs. Clark worked as the head basketball coach at Colorado College, and his hoops team had a game on December 18th, so Dutch basically couldn't get off work to make the football game in Chicago. It was scheduled only like a week prior to that. Well, the second crazy thing that happened was due, due to a freak late fall blizzard in Chicago, the game had to be moved inside Chicago Stadium because Wrigley Field was covered deep with snow and with frozen and dangerous sub-zero temperatures. They were worried about players and the crowd alike and how do you play in that much snow. So playing the playing field had to be modified to play this game inside. So they played on a field that was only 80 yards long and some 30 yards narrower than the normal field that the teams were used to playing on all season. Well, the last item that made this game to be sort of a, a, an oddity was the contest's only touchdown. The Bears' number three, Bronco Nagurski, threw up a scoring jump pass to number 77 star Red Grange, but the Spartans argued that Nagurski did not meet the requirement of a legal forward pass. In those days, you had to be five yards or more behind the line of scrimmage. As a matter of fact, we talked about Nagurski yesterday in a pass that he threw in a scheduled NFL championship game uh, just a year later uh, that it was also controversial if he was five yards or more behind the line of scrimmage. Well, the officials said that the play stood and the Bears ended up winning the NFL title by a score of nine to nothing. The Spartans franchise would become the Lions in 1933 when they moved from Portsmouth, Ohio to Detroit, Michigan. December 18, 1962, the Ballon d'Or Dukler Prague midfielder, number six, Joseph Mastopust, won the award for the best European football player. He beat out Benefica striker Eusebio, number eight, and FC Köln defender, number six, Karl Heinz Schleliger. December 18, 1977, the NBA Cleveland Cavaliers franchise retired the number 42 jersey of one Nate Thomond. December 18th, 2001, the Balloon d'Or Award were given out, and Liverpool forward number 10, Michael Owen, was named as the top football player in Europe, ahead of Real Madrid striker number 7, Raul, and Bayern Munich goalkeeper number 1, Oliver Kahn. And that is your sports history for this December 18th, your sports break. Once again, to show you just uh, what has going on in sports and the history on a certain day and uh, the uniform numbers that the players wore. We're glad you could join us for this. We hope you'll join us each and every day for some more great sports history. And in the meantime, you can find us on sportshistorynetwork.com, jerseydispatch.com, and pigskindispatch.com. And as always, have a great sports history day. This penalty kill is almost over. I got to get back out on the ice. But thanks again for joining us for another great edition of Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.
Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.